Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. $275,000 in prizes, 57 big winners. In Chevrolet's great lucky traveler contest. To the four top winners, $25,000 in cash and a new 57 Chevrolet passenger car, any model at all, and 53 additional prizes of new Chevrolet Bel Air four-door sedans, plus $500 in cash with each car. To enter this easy contest, visit your Chevrolet dealer now for your free entry blank. Name the four well-known vacation spots shown here and finish a simple jingle. There's no cost or obligation. Now, if you buy a new Chevy during our contest and become a winner, you may choose either the prize car or the equivalent in cash. Contest closes April 15th, so enter now at your Chevrolet dealer. They were giving away 53 brand new 57 Chevy Bel Airs. Let's put this in perspective right quick. The Bel Air that year was the top end model for the Chevy line with the 210 and the 150 being underneath that. So the Bel Air was already the high end car. Two, if any of those families were smart enough to keep the car in the family all those years, what that car would be worth now, totally restored, way more than it went for back then. And $275,000, I guess that had to be like 10 or 20 million now. Oh well. <laughs> Life was simple in 1957. Not so simple now. I have a question for you. I'm gonna ask it in a minute. But when it comes to conversations about climate change and extreme weather, most of the attention turns to coastal cities and states. Let me stop right there. Quickly, where in the United States has the largest hidden flood risk? I want you to think about that because it's not where you think. Let me add, in recent years, it's been American towns far from oceans and major rivers that have sustained the brunt of the increase in extreme weather events. This is topic A. Let me just get to the point. Yes, weather has changed for a millennium. Weather will continue to change. Climate change, global warming, whatever you decide to call the interaction of man with climate is not making the weather change. It is making two things happen for sure. One, more extreme weather more often. That's what's happening. Not that we're not getting rain, wind, changes in patterns. Yes, you're right. That continues to happen, will happen. But they call it a 1,000 year flood for a reason because they say it is a 0.01 chance of happening. But when you have situations, think Houston back in 2017, 40 inches of water. And then this, this county in, in the state, you've never heard of this county, and I'm gonna introduce you to it. It's called Letcher County, Kentucky, and it has the largest hidden flood risk in the United States. And it's not near a major river. It is, it is on the North Fork of the Kentucky River, which up till a few years ago has never ever flooded out the town. However, 
because they're nestled in eastern Kentucky and they're at the base of a mountain range and because of extreme weather brought on by climate change and you're getting more rain more often last July the North Fork flooded and sent a torrent of water six feet high through most of the town a poor town that couldn't afford it because of course you're talking coal mining country and with our shift away from coal to natural gas and electrics coal mining has been on the decline in Appalachia for years so they didn't have the industry they don't have the people and they don't have the ability to rebuild just as stronger hurricanes are changing the economic and demographic profile of some coastal communities, the mounting risks of extreme weather in parts of the country's interior are poised to reshape regions like Letcher County, says the Wall Street Journal article. Let me blow your mind with this. I told you that Letcher County has the nation's largest risk, and it's, it has a population of about 21,000 people. Among the here's something I want you to think about. Among the 20 counties in the United States with most hidden flood risk, <laughs> eight of them are in eastern Kentucky, a place that is ill-equipped to handle it, a place where there are limited options to move, a place where economics don't allow folks to have the kind of money necessary to uh, floodproof where they're at. I mean, the place where you can build homes are, is on the plain next to the river. The place most likely to flood now. And if you're dealing with FEMA, if you've ever dealt with FEMA, you understand. That is stressful enough. And in fact, some people, even after over a year, are still waiting to settle with FEMA either to buy their home so they can move or repair, get enough money to try to repair where they're at. And if it's a place you've lived all your life, are you prepared to move away no matter how bad it is? Think about that for a minute. A lot of people, your families going back generations have lived in the area. It's what you know. It's what you grew up with. It's how you raised your kids. Now, there's a possibility going forward, not just in eastern Kentucky, but in other areas of the United States. And we've talked about this, where it may not be feasible to live there anymore. That they may actually declare that plane next to that part of the river inhospitable. They can't live there. You're not allowed to build homes there. Then what do you do? Because guess what? In that county, which was not on a floodplain, maybe 4% of the people who lived in the county had flood insurance. Most of them did not. And fun fact... Regular listeners to the program know that, and I've told you this, that you cannot buy, and it's not made available, flood insurance through a private insurer. <laughs> you can only get it from the federal government, and they've got a formula. It's not automatic, and most people don't buy it. In the case of, <laughs> of Letcher County, if you wanted flood insurance, it would have cost you $100 a month. If you're already scraping to get by, that's $1,200 a year you didn't have to begin with. So what do you do? You roll the dice and said, well, the river's never flooded. I think I'm relatively safe. I'm going to roll the dice. Well, it just came time to pay the piper last year. And that's on top of previous storms. 
right now in that county, there are over 140 people that have that I have went to FEMA and are waiting on a decision for FEMA to buy their homes so they can relocate. The question is, that's just the start. And while the state and the feds have pledged millions of dollars to help the area, what, I mean, what do you do? Climate change is not going away anytime soon. This is still going to be a problem because of the topography of the area. The mountains and the rain coming in there are coming into a narrow valley, or as my wife calls it because she's from West Virginia, a holla, and it's narrow, and the water only goes one place. And if you're living next to it, you ain't got a chance. So what do you do? Do you move? And if you do, where do you go? With what? This is the challenge. This is the economic challenge of climate change that we're dealing with in the United States of America. You're listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. Welcome to AONmeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. 